Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about variable names. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, a senior software engineer told me that we should only use one letter variable names or three max to avoid people understanding our code and stealing our idea. Is he right? No. So I'm just gonna assume here that this is not a serious question, but I figured, hey, let's take it on anyway and let's share some thoughts on naming and things like that. So guys, uh, first and foremost, there are a few situations where people don't actually break the variable name rule, uh, which, you know, because if you read the holy bible of software uh, development, clean code, it will tell you things such as variable names should be descriptive, etc, 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 which is absolutely true. And it's always funny to me because the, even the most die-hard people when it comes to variable names, and guys, I've worked with some people who are like anal about naming to the point where it's, it's obnoxious how much they care about it. They will reference actual books about writing and authorship in order to name their variables because for some reason this person I get this is just my opinion guys if you are too thick to understand that no text has ever been written in the history of humanity where everybody who has read that text has had the exact same understanding of what it meant well if you can't figure that out then I'm sorry, you're going to waste your life debating semantics until you die. And I'm pretty sure that if you were to find a way to live forever, you're going to debate it forever. Because all language is inherently subjective. And so, even with these people, I find that nobody ever breaks away from the fact that the for loop, well, they usually put the counter as I. And if it's a nested thing, it's I, J. IJK. You've probably seen that in practically every single programming uh, video about loops you've ever seen. It seems to be me that even that would be kind of weird to always have like a rule for how long should the name be, etc, etc. I even remember, uh, it was actually funny because I wa it was a few, a while back now, uh, I did a code test interview for this uh, government job. And the interview, or rather the code test, was basically uh, build this thing in, I think it was in Java or something like that, uh, which it's just like an API and it's going to have like different shapes and so forth and so forth, and then refactor and fix all the like things that are not so nice. And so they've kind of tried their hardest to make like a really bad code. Uh, code base or like the product should be sort of shitty and I should refactor and fix it. And as you can imagine, basically everything was like an A, B, C, like these super abbreviated names. There was no polymorphism, like they did like uh, really weird typecasts and things like that. So it was littered with this sort of stuff. And then there were these like three letter like uh, names uh, that should be like the, t uh, the, the <laughs> like the longest name, uh, like the exception, but some of them were also kind of weird. And there was this one name which me and the interviewer started talking about, which was, uh, I think it was shape or something like shapes, 
something I can't remember. There was like a, I think it was singular, but it should have been plural. The reason why it was a bad name was because it was the variable name was referencing an array of shapes. And so we had to talk about that. Is that correct or not? Well, plural should be the way it's mentioned. Like that, that should be the correct semantics behind it. But he or like the person in question had not really considered that that should have been the 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 real answer to, you know, is this a good name or not? Because what you're trying, as I said, you're you're trying to make the code comprehensible, and anything that you do that reduces the ability for someone to understand what's going on is actually bad. And here's the kicker. Java is, without a doubt, the most, uh, like the favorite language to shit on for people who want to have concise and, bri and brief code. And in case you haven't thought so much about that, the functional community, there ain't nobody who is better at creating arcane, un uh, completely unlike you, like hard to understand, let's call it that, because my English is limited, hard to understand code than the functional pro programming geeks. And that's not because they try but uh, to make things very hard to understand, but you know those generics, for example, well, that's in Java as well, and sharp, like there are many, many, many that have generics. Why is it that we call them T, like the generic type is T, and then an A, and then a B? Is that part of the rule set? Surely Uncle Bob and uh, all the other gurus who told you about how to name your variables should have told you that if you're going to use a generic, well, you can't just have a one-letter uh, variable name, right? Because that's going to destroy your comprehension. Well, that's true if you don't know your mathematics and your algebraic data types and understand that, you know, in math, the X and the Y, for example, has a context meaning, which means that if you understand the bigger perspective, like the context of why these variable names are so popular, then it's actually more weird to not use X and Y or theta or like different uh, these Greek uh, Greek letters for example because in that system that is the way it works exactly I even remember back in my high school days I actually f got a worse grade on a test because my teacher said that I had used the P for instead of the, I think it was theta I can't remember now the Greek letter but for uh, describing I can't remember now it was physics but it was a while back I even remember her saying that yeah I would have given you the same like the top grade or like the the, the, the grade, uh, grade you deserve but you didn't use the right variable in your equation and I'm like does that matter because you know like I've already declared the variable and you know what the number is and the variable is just a way for you to see to understand what I did yeah but it's supposed to be that way so it hindered my comprehension Okay, thank you. The, it's a two-second decision for you. It's a lifetime of answering people. Why is your grade so bad for me? But I'm glad that we could come to an understanding. Anywho, that is how you should think about variables. Because if, for example, if you were to say something like uh, in a for loop, index of array, most people will find that kind of weird. If you wrote the let, or if it's JavaScript, let index of array equals zero, and then index of array plus plus, or like depending on what you're doing, right? 
And that is overly verbose. And that is the thing I was talking about with Java, right? There's a lot of people who will tell you that if you want to write something simple in Java, you have to write a million lines of code. And that's not something that sits so well with the people who are more functional or people who want to have brief, very brief code, very easy to like to have as little code as possible. The problem with having little code is that making concise code is also an anti-pattern depending on who's reading it. Because if you do it in the wrong situation, you're going to create arcane code, such as with functional programming. And the whole reason most people can't get behind functional programming is because it's fucking complicated to understand <laughs> for, for most people. If you don't believe me, go and try to figure out how... Go and read the Scala source, uh, source, source files and take a look at how they do mapping functions or things like that where the the usage of are uh, of generics and compositions these sorts of patterns is extremely common and it's to the point where you really have to know your stuff in order to do that the beginner will for the most part be fairly lost unless they have like a degree in mathematics or something similar and that's you know not me shitting on Scala. It's me basically explaining, to, trying to explain to you guys that the idea that there is a rule for exactly how long a variable name should be for it to be good or to be bad is completely ridiculous because it comes down to what are the expectations of the reader. You are writing code not for your computer. Your computer doesn't care what your variable name is because at the, when it's done, it will have put it in a format that it understands. It will optimize it to the point where you know what you call it is completely pointless. So you're really just re writing that variable name for somebody else. And if you understand who's reading it and sort of the bigger picture that it should be comprehensible, you will know when a single letter name or a three letter max or something like that or something longer is appropriate. And to give you an, another side curve, have you ever gotten the feedback when you're trying to use uh, Uncle Bob's famous saying to like, create a function with a really good name to express things such as so, things that could be expressed in a, with a function name should be expressed with a function name? Well, I have never to this day found a way to express Boolean operations, especially the more complicated ones for conditionals and so forth, uh, uh, in a function where someone hasn't said these words. Why are you doing the Boolean inside of a function? That makes it harder for me to understand. I want to read like the like the actual Boolean operation that you're doing with all the equal checks and greater than or less than or whatever checks you're doing, right? And this function hides from me what I want to understand. That is the imperative people, the people who want to just be able to read the entire block of code from top to bottom to comprehend what's going on. And so if hiding an something behind an abstraction is bad for them, even if my name is super comprehensible to me. So what I want you to take away from this is that I'm assuming that this is a troll post because no sane senior software developer will say that, yeah, we don't want people to steal our ideas. How the fuck are you collaborating in the first place? Do you have like a coded message between the person who asked the question and the people who, and the, or maybe you weren't working together, but because it would be really weird if you're working with the senior and that person like gives you, like, do you get a decoder ring to figure out how that person is writing their software? I don't know. But yes, I'm assuming this is a troll post or something like that. No senior would ever say this. And if they did, uh, well, let's just, be all very grateful and thankful that I don't have more power in the world than I do because uh, as I like to say uh, things would get a lot better but uh, for certain groups uh, for certain people like this things would get a whole lot worse
don't listen to people like that. And if there is one thing I want you to remember from this video, assuming that you're still watching and listening, uh, is it is that uh, there is no rule, no definitive way to say how long a variable name should be or how good or anything like that. There is nothing like that. Just remember this: it all comes down to this one simple thing. Does this make the code easier to read? Yes or no? And in order for you to figure that out, you need to understand the people who are going to read the code. Have a great day.